0: Okay, so this is episode 25 of Unmapped, and I actually have a thorough introduction this time. This is the first time that I'm using like a written-out introduction. So welcome to episode 25 of the Unmapped podcast. On this podcast, we talk about life, upbringing, education, ideas, morals, current events, politics, passions, and more. Today, we have Ashley Andriagi, and we're going to be talking about her undergraduate career, becoming an adult, and getting into acting. So... Um, What I like starting off with is high school background, kind of like upbringing, like where you kind of grew up. Mm -hmm. So for you, like Westchester and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. focusing in on how you went from high school to your college decisions, what Mm -hmm. you did in college, and then we just keep going from there.
1: Okay. Awesome. So to start off, I went to Walter Panis High School. You got to speak up Um, a little. Talk louder. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I went to Walter Panis High School. Um, So that was in Peekskill in Westchester. Okay. And so throughout high school, um, I was really into soccer, um, played that since I was young. And then I decided, I think about, I think actually senior year is when I decided that I wanted to do engineering. Okay. Um, of high school? Mm-hmm, of okay. high school, yeah, yeah. So um,
0: why engineering at that point? Like, did you have anything beforehand that you kind of thought you were going to get into? Or was it just like, that was the only time you really thought about what you wanted to to go forward.
1: So with the whole with with acting, and now that I'm pre- pursuing that now, I always had um, an interest in it. Mm-hmm. But I think with soccer, it kind of held me back a little bit because I was really focused on that. I had two teams that I was playing for at one time, and it was a lot of money for lessons and things like that. But mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger, I would even ask my mom about taking acting lessons, and I we actually went to a couple places to to like try them out but the the cost was I think a little too much how early on was this um this was pretty young I mean I was and not a lot of people know that but like around like 11 or 12 like I was asking about this yeah so I feel like no one really knew that I wanted to do it everyone Mm -hmm. was surprised but it was something I myself always had had an interest in pursuing but I never really just got that chance to do it okay um and so i i did do um i did a play in high school but like that really wasn't what i wanted to do i'd wanted to get into like film and um tv and things like that because when i was younger i would always watch tv shows like always be watching movies i watched like a movie a day you know i was a really a day into, that's commitment. literally like it was it was a lot yeah so i was always really into it um wait quick
0: side note what was the play
1: It was hairspray. It was hairspray, yep, yep. Um, And, yeah, even, I did, I actually did dance for a while, and we would do plays um, during, like, the summer. We had um, these camps we'd go to, and we'd do, like, plays where we'd dance in them and everything.
0: It's, like, this is during Um, high school?
1: That was even younger, actually. I was, that was probably, like, when I was, like, it started around, like, eight, and then I kept doing it till I was, like, in high school. Okay, so Um, you
0: started, like, Doing all this, like, creative work pretty pretty early on. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's funny because I never, I don't know, I never really thought I was going to do something um, kind of, like, creative or artistic, like, later on in life. Mm-hmm. I was all about engineering uh, because I really liked, you know, math and, and just science in general and was always interested in that. But at the same time, I feel like once I got older and kind of figured out who I was, I started really getting into, like, more artistic things. I started uh, playing the guitar, like, started drawing and all that. So I feel like once I kind of figured it all out, I realized that's kind of what I enjoyed doing.
0: During high school, were you usually geared more towards all the science and math classes? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I I think I was geared towards that. Um, I had, like, a background in, you know, dancing, too. So I kind of did have um, that type of background as well, but I think I was just focused on school, you know, doing well, and taking, you know, those math classes, those science classes, and everything like that.
0: Okay, so what made you decide on going to Stony Brook?
1: So... I feel like number okay. one <laughs>
0: quick side note I feel like everyone every time I ask that question because a lot of the people I've had on like not their first choice has, yeah everyone that a lot of the people that I've had on have gone to Sonyburg that's just because you know who I know Yeah, they'll start off with like well like I wanted to go somewhere else but I ended oh, up yeah. here oh
1: 100% 100% <laughs> no this was not my first choice um, I was going to say probably the number one reason it was money because it's a that's, SUNY school that's yeah. literally almost literally. everyone that
0: I've talked to says it's financial reasons it just made oh, sense
1: oh for sure my mom made me apply because okay. I wasn't even going to apply here. And she's like, no, it's a good school. You want to do engineering. It's good for for science and everything. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> but um, I was just like, it's a commuter school. Like, It's just its not going to be it's that. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. And, I mean, I was kind of surprised because I think that I still enjoyed it. You know, it just depends on who you meet. But um, initially going into it, I wasn't really, like, too hyped. I was just like, yeah. I was kind of indifferent towards it. Um, yeah, there was a couple schools, like, I would have rather gone to. But, um, like, even Geneseo, I was thinking about that because it's also SUNY. Right. But it was so far, and so it's two hours from where I live, and it just made sense. It was really good um, if you were an engineer, right, you know, right. you know, majoring in that. So
0: I mean, it's but the uh, cheapest high-level STEM degree that you're going to get from a university. Exactly. It's especially for SUNYs. Uh, I talked to Keenan yesterday, Alex's older brother and yeah. we're comparing Stony Brook to Binghamton. Like the mm-hmm. biggest difference is that like Stony Brook, you're gonna get better research opportunities and yeah. you're gonna get, like more people will know you for that STEM background versus Binghamton where I think it's more of a liberal background where it's like right, if you right. wanna do, uh, cause my cousin's actually going to college next year uh-huh. and she picked Binghamton over Stony Brook because she wants to go into being a, either historian, so like having a history major or yeah. just going into like journalism and writing. And from her research, she thinks Binghamton was a better choice. So I think that's like a big distinction
1: definitely yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah
0: so did you have a declared major when you came into college or did you take your time and figure it out over yeah. time
1: yeah yeah so i i had um, a declared major i was mechanical engineering and i was a minor in business okay and i'm not gonna lie it was really hard <laughs> engineering is <was> very difficult <laughs> um and i just uh, I was i just tried to like balance so many things because i'm really into trying a bunch of different things I just, I'm very curious, I feel like. I'm very, like, intrigued by certain things. And, um, yeah, freshman year, I remember I was part of... So I just started, um, like, getting interested in, like, student government. And then I was a senator, like, throughout sophomore year, actually. Um,
0: for, like, the hall councils? or for, No, for USG. USG, okay, undergraduate so, okay. student government, yeah. Cool,
1: cool. Um, but, so basically, I started by... Freshman year, I was playing club soccer. Um, I had two different jobs. Um, I was working, like, at the mall at, um, at Gilly Hicks. and what then is Abercromb- Gilly Hicks? Wait, what is Gilly, Gilly- Hicks? Yeah, no one knows what Gilly Hicks is. I've never in my life <laughs> but, yeah. heard of Gilly Hicks. So it's actually, it's actually, um, this, it's owned by the same CEO as um, Halster and Abercrombie. So really? it's, like, one of those kind of stores. One of and those. It's, <laughs> one of those. And it's, like, a... Um, it's kinda of like lingerie pretty much. It's like Okay. It's like okay, but okay. like for that makes sense
0: why I don't know about it then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really buy it... lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: don't buy girls' lingerie? No. Love. But but um yeah, it's basically lingerie and like and some regular clothes too. Um but then that store actually shut down and okay. now reason? it's only online. I don't even know. I guess honestly I feel like a lot of stores are shutting down. Actually and yeah, like, that's you know a what good mean? point. Also, online.
0: also I feel like not that many people want to buy their lingerie in person. I true, feel like that's kinda true. awkward. That's kinda yeah. like a weird That's kinda like, true. Like, like why well,
1: yeah. <laughs> I feel like online is like the new wave. Like everyone is yeah. trying to buy all their clothes online. Um so yeah, they just are online now and then but then I ended up working for Abercrombie which Obviously, the same CEO, so it's kind right. of
0: like the same idea. And yeah, everything. I, I worked at an Abercrombie last summer. Ah. Yeah, no, last last summer, so two summers ago. Ah,
1: look at I you. think
0: I didn't like working there. <laughs> it's the, it was
1: not fun. It's
0: not an it's one it's like a very superficial environment you can oh, feel sure. how superficial it is oh, all yeah. the people are putting up this like facade of like hey how's it going like what can I get like they go up like three octaves like when they're talking mm-hmm. to people oh, they yeah. want you to smile with all the customers like man I don't want to smile right now like I'm not <laughs> I'm not feeling that I had a bad day like you're gonna make me smile exactly um, I remember no, I came I'm... in wearing like 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 I didn't dress the best yeah um that summer like I just don't think I had style down yet <laughs> and I remember coming in like my outfit wasn't the best and they're like are you wearing that like you can't wear that and I was like oh my god. I was like what do you want me to do they're so like like wear, like like get something from there and like wear that and I was like okay oh my god what? yeah they care a lot and <laughs> there, there there are a lot of uh, uh people who have complained that they will automatically not hire people based on looks.
1: Oh, I agree with that. I think that's so true. Like, obviously, they have certain policies, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're actually following those. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, No, that that They're kind that of just not. gauging it for themselves and kind of following yeah. their own rules. When
0: I was when I was at the interview, uh I remember seeing all the people around me, mm-hmm. and like, I was just I was kind of astonished how everyone was like, you know, my definition of like an eight and up, and I was just looking at them. I was like, I'm the ugliest one here, like. <laughs> Like goddamn! Like these people are so good looking. Like how do how do they find these people?
1: <laughs> I know. I definitely feel that. And um, I just remember, there's just like very strict policies, and you have to you know buy their clothes, but it couldn't it couldn't be um, sale. It had to be you know the newest things. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had like a book. Um, we had to look through, and those were the styles before. Right, could, right. You
0: actually to have to work. study for, like, what like the upcoming yeah. styles are and the yeah. stuff. That. I never did that because I only worked there. So the reason I worked there, because yeah. this time I was also a personal trainer at a gym,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: it wasn't, like, my, my main job at the time. Right, right. The reason I worked there was because there was a Chipotle right next to the store. Uh-huh. So I promised <laughs> myself, I was like, if I work a shift, I get to have Chipotle every <laughs> shift. So I work at least twice a week. Or, like, once or twice a week, yeah. just so I could buy myself Chipotle once or twice a week.
1: Amazing. <laughs> that honestly sounds like a great plan.
0: But, uh, so, like, I never studied any of the styles or the books or anything like that. And there was right. a point where they actually, like, they'll, like, quiz you when you're on the floor. They'll be like, oh, like, what styles are in right now? Like, I'm a customer telling me, like, like what are you going to yeah, recommend? I remember and that. I'm like, I don't know, jeans. Uh, jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. But they expect, oh, for minimum wage, they expect a lot. Yeah. And I, th- I think if you put Abercrombie on your resume... I think a lot of people will actually look at it as a very big positive, because I think they know how much they expect from their employees, because they expect That's a lot.
1: That's true. No, they really do. You Even, like, in terms of dress code, you can't have... You have to have, like, a, a nude-colored nail. You can't wear makeup-only mascara, something that looks natural. Mm-hmm. You can't over, you know, work your hair. It can't be, like, you know, obvious yeah, that yeah. you put all this product in it. It's just, like, very strict rules, and just the fact that you have to keep updating what you're wearing and keep buying new clothes yeah. ever so often—that was crazy to me because it's like you're spending your whole paycheck <laughs> yeah. on buying new clothes. And technically, that's not—you're not allowed to do that. Like you're not to, allowed to force your employees to, employees buy, your to buy your own things. Yeah. yeah. So it was just kind of wild.
0: So what what year was this that you were working at Kelly Hex and Abercrombie? Was it your freshman and sophomore year of college? Freshman,
1: sophomore. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and then I got a job at the Rec Center. Um, sophomore year.
0: Okay. And you were there for the rest of college, right? Exactly. So
1: it was mainly sophomore year, whereas like I was hitting a crossroads. I had so much thing, so many things going on. Um, I was, you know, a senator for USG. Then I had the two jobs. Then I had soccer. And then for soccer, I ended up um, being the vice president. um, On the club team? Yeah, on the executive board. So then that was a lot of work too. Yeah, yeah. So I just was trying to balance all this, trying to keep up with engineering and it was it was kind of impossible okay and so then I decided to switch majors to um uh finance I can't speak finance um (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good (laughs) no yeah so finance um and I think it was a good decision because I just honestly wasn't happy I just really that's kind of what was the deciding factor I just wasn't happy where I was and I just you know I was really stressed out and I just wasn't having fun. And right. I feel like that's... It's better not...
0: to it's better to make that decision early on and yeah. move on and find something that you want to do than just force yourself to keep going with that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, your happiness and, like, your mental health, I think, is, like, num- should be number should be, one. Yeah, without well, doubt. And if it's, you know, if it's not working out, you have to just, like, make some type of change yeah. so that you, you are feeling your best.
0: Yeah. I think you right. just have to find that fine line between, like like am I putting in enough effort versus is this worth it because yes, like yes. you also have to keep working you can't just like give up because I think a lot of people because uh, I say this a lot I think a lot of people might take it away it's just like oh like if you don't enjoy it give up there's you have to yeah. figure out where it's either you really don't like doing it's not worth doing it or right. it's, you're just not putting in the amount of time you need to put in that's very true so, so you have for you to make that decision for. Yourself. so you, for you it's like you were balancing so many things but at the same time like even though you had that passion for like stem and like engineering and all that you realize like it still wasn't worth it to you
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like you have to make a decision. Should I, you know, stop doing these other these other things, these other activities and just focus all my attention on engineering? Like, is that worth it? Or should I, you know, change majors and then still be able to do all the other things I want to do? Right. You know?
0: So you made that switch sophomore year sophomore year okay so you went through finance for the next two years so Mm -hmm. during your college career did you have any internships i don't actually know yeah yeah yeah, i did
1: um so i interned with northwestern mutual really um yeah okay it's a life insurance firm so that was like super in the finance realm type of thing um and i did that for like a year Mm -hmm. um all throughout senior year and it was interesting (laughs) because
0: actually (laughs) i'm planning on there's a holder. No way. They're, they're planning... <laughs> no way. I went... Th- I've gone through three interviews, so I have a no. fourth one coming up. I don't know if I'm going to work there, but, yeah. like, like I'm still just going through the process. Yeah. Um, it'd That's be f- If I did work there, it would be for a, was a financial advisor position.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Um, very cool.
0: But I still don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting company. They have a very interesting environment. I think it's really different from a lot of other companies. They're more on, like, yeah. that new age kind of cooperative environment, at yeah. least the Manhattan office was uh, when I went oh, there. Oh,
1: so you do it in Manhattan. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, so that internship was finance related.
1: Yes, yes, okay. it was. Um, so I did it in Melville. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, basically, I was essentially selling um, life insurance, yeah. health insurance, all that. I had to take um, the exam, you know, pass it so I could get the um, life, health, and accident insurance yeah, yeah. license. Which was very hard. (laughs) You had to, like, that was so much effort. I read the entire, like, uh, uh, well, it was an online course, basically. Mm -hmm. There were so many chapters. Um, But, yeah, I I finally passed it, uh, which was exciting. And it's just, I think it's something where it was really good for me because it made me really, like, kind of have to decide, you know, is this what I want to do? And... Um, I think it kind of just, like, made me more clear on what my path was. Okay. Um, and I think after that, I kind of... That's when something clicked where, you know, I should do what's going to make me happy. And I mm-hmm. think that's why um, now I'm, I'm trying to pursue acting. Because okay. I think that's what will make me enjoy going to work right. every day, you know? And... But finance is nice because now I have, you know... Um, a plan B. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I have a degree. So it's not like I'm just going in there, like, delusionally thinking, oh, this is definitely going to work yeah, out. Yeah. Like, you know, nothing bad could happen. Um, you always
0: got to have side hustles. That's oh, key. Oh, yeah. You got oh, to do, yeah. be doing multiple things at the same time. 100% And maybe. that's really key. It's just you don't know what's going to work out, so you just keep just, like, doing things left and right until something works out inevitably. Yeah,
1: you just keep grinding. Like, keep doing what you got to do. Yeah. Keep working hard, and I think you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. You just have to, like have that self-motivation. Yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. So it's a good segue into you getting into acting because I think given the role that you've gotten, like I think you're an anomaly. Cuz like you yeah cuz like cuz like the role you gotten given the fact that you didn't really have an extensive, you know, acting experience or your background yeah. like coming from a financial uh background coming oh. from you know STEM school, like mm-hmm. getting into acting, like being on a like a show that's actually aired on TV constantly, being on TV. Yeah, I feel like you kind of like jumped a gun and just like ended up here out of nowhere. So, like, Definitely. how you got that position, talking a little bit about the show itself because I've never watched Blue Blood, so I don't yeah. know what it's about. And then, like, <laughs> we'll get into the whole thing about acting and like that environment and everything because right. I actually really want to know.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Blue Blood's actually. I've only seen a couple episodes. Oh so <laughs> You're not even that committed to the show. <laughs> I did that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yuck, so, but um, it's a, yeah, the episodes I have seen, it's pretty good. I remember when I was younger, I, I watched a couple episodes on CBS. And yeah, it's a CBS show. What's it um, about? It's basically um, about a family of who are involved, you know, in the police department. Um, I believe one's, uh, I believe, a chief. And basically his son is also um, a cop. And then his daughter is kind of involved in all that as well. And um, so his name's Tom Selleck um, in real life. And so, like, it's basically surrounded upon, like, his family. Mm -hmm. And so his daughter um, was the girl I was in the episode with. Okay. Um, Because, like I said, she's involved in, like, that whole... Um, lifestyle and she's like a big part of the um show mm-hmm. and it's kind of like um i feel like it's kind of like law and order a little bit
0: i have never been a law and order person i you don't think no that i've never been oh, my, my god. Law never of- my thing. <laughs> special
1: victims unit Nope oh my god
0: i don't know i just never been i never watched it oh, you go. never got it's into such it it's a good show
1: <laughs> but yeah it's just basically like every episode has a different kind of concept you know a different um topic okay. um different like situation um but yeah
0: yeah. Okay, so how did you get the role on the show then?
1: So um, I joined uh, Central Casting Agency in the city, and I kind of I've just been talking to um, different friends who have also you know been interested in like the acting realm, um, even like screenwriting things like that, because um, I do have a couple friends that um, really are into all of that and um, want to pursue it, and so actually I had one friend recommend Central Casting to me and he said cuz he actually doesn't live near the city but he was like if you know if i did definitely would join would central yeah, casting okay. I'm like oh i got to check this out and so i was kind of just doing research even before that i was just trying to look for different agencies you know that could possibly help me mm-hmm. you know pursue acting and so central casting is basically for background acting and it's just like a good way to get you started you know the you door. Yeah you have like they have like extra roles for like big parts, you know, mm-hmm. or not big parts. Sorry, big like uh, network shows okay. and um, like Netflix originals and things like that. Um, from central casting, I got one part on, or just a new black in the background, and then Law and Order: Special Victims Unit. That's so which dope. You don't watch. I don't. <laughs> Um, Are you the,
0: as visible in oranges and new black as you were in Blue Bloods? Because in Blue Bloods, you actually had a scene where you actually like move around and did
1: yeah. Things. So so no so <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. So with Blue Bloods um, that was the first one I did, and um, it also was supposed to be you know a background mm-hmm. um, gig pretty much. And so basically, well basically, once you get signed up for central casting, you go to an orientation. You know, you fill out a bunch of paperwork. And you go into the city, and you actually have to physically, you know, submit the paperwork, sit in for the orientation, and then after that, they actually will contact you if they think you fit, you know, apart based on your height, you know, like, um, just appearance, um, because they also take headshots, and it's in their database. They take
0: headshots? You don't give them your headshots?
1: Yeah, they take a headshot specifically for the agency, but obviously... And in, in other cases, like, you would submit your headshot mm-hmm. normally. Um, and so, yeah, they'll contact you, or you can contact them if you find a part that you're interested in, because they have, like, posts, you know, pretty much every day. And so that's how I got... They actually asked me to do um, Blue Bloods after that, once I signed up. And so I actually did it with one of my, um, my close friends, because she, again, is into um, acting. She wants to pursue it as well. She's also a singer and Adult. so yeah it's really cool now she has a couple songs out she's just pretty good um so her name's shannon and so we went to shout out shannon shout out <laughs> shannon and um, and um so yeah we we were there and about like 35 other extras were there and so we went to the set to just um do rehearsals basically and uh me and shannon weren't even standing near each other and um The director um like picked me and her out like from the extras to do Mm -hmm. a bigger part so i guess like they liked the way we looked um and they needed people to just be in kind of you know more involved in the scene so the first scene um as i was saying tom selleck's daughter was who i was working with so she was like
0: quitting her position or something like that like what yeah, so like, yeah. She's, so like, the, very dramatically walking out, and then you yeah. also very dramatically look over, and very dramatically stand up, and yep. slowly walk out. A lot of dramatics, <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, so she, um, the concept of that episode was that she, um, was doing an internship, um, at this tech startup company in the city, and, um, so the boss actually was very, like, inappropriate with the workers, you know, would make, like, you know, sexual advances and things mm-hmm. like that, and just... Um, just be completely inappropriate, basically. And so she's coming in, and he's like, oh, you know, this new girl's here. You know, he's obviously wanted to, to make a move or do something. Mm-hmm. He was interested. And so that kind of progresses throughout the episode. And um, so I'm supposed to be someone who already worked there. And the director just added this in. Like, I wasn't supposed to have, you know, a big part where I quit at the end with her. But he just added all of that stuff in, which was kind of cool. Because um, it kind of... It's kind
0: of your defining moment. Yeah, like, I, know, like, I know. You know, like, years down the line, it's like, I remember this time. Like, I was right? on this set. And they're just like, they picked me. And they just knew I had it. They just
1: yeah. Knew- <laughs> it's, no, it's a, it's, it's a great feeling. Honestly, it was, it was awesome. And, um, yeah, so basically, um, at, at the end of the scene... Or at the end of the scene. At the end of the episode... Um, he basically just tried to come on to her mm-hmm. and um, basically tried to kiss her in his office, and she obviously was like, "Get off me!" Yeah, I was like, "Nah, what are I'm you like doing? Don't I don't know no, you like that. I do <laughs> not know you like that. Stay away." <laughs> and um, so then she basically like pushed him off her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Get get off me or whatever." And the whole office obviously heard. She slams the door behind her, and then we all see that. And I think the concept was that. Um, I had been, you know, harassed by him as mm-hmm. well. And, like, he did something inappropriate to me as well. And um, same with the supporting character of the episode. Because um, she actually ends up quitting as well. So, basically, the main character, she comes out, she packs up her stuff. Because, obviously, after that just yeah, happened, yeah. why would she want to work there? And so, the supporting character sees this and packs up her stuff. And then I see that as well.
0: You pack up um, your stuff. And
1: I pack up my stuff as well. Okay. And, um... So I think it's kind of just like female empowerment type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They were really pushing that, but I think it was it was a good. I uh, think that's necessary
0: message. right now. Uh, just oh, yeah. how the environment is. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go into it, but at the same time, like it's it's an entire other conversation. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, just gonna, I'm, a... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid that for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
1: no, it's true. It's definitely um a big topic right now. Yeah. So I think it was nice how he kind of just went with what was currently happening and kind of just. Um, changed the episode a little bit to kind of make it more yeah. around to cater current to current topics. events. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which is important. Yeah, for sure. I think it was it was really well done by him, and um, yeah, it was it was just very cool because that was the first acting gig I got, you know, mm-hmm. ever. And and I'm immediately like just rushed into everything, yeah, like yeah. put in like that main kind of scene like throwing into and, like makeup
0: like they're like oh then we gotta do this like you gotta do yeah, this you gotta be here
1: <laughs> yeah it was cool like there was cause not all extras they don't get um makeup or like hair or anything mm-hmm. but um, cause we got like uh, promoted to a principal role um me and my friend we there was this guy with like with um just like hair stuff and he was like fixing our hair a little bit just like, like
0: oh. following you around and- <laughs> yeah
1: pretty, I mean kind of, like right before every scene which was cool I was like oh this is nice so um it was just cool to experience everything that you know goes into you know just one episode of a show because we literally filmed four scenes um it took us 10 hours we went overtime by like two. for four scenes yeah and literally four scenes um it was probably like you know 10 or 15 minutes of the episode and literally took 10 hours the entire day that's crazy yeah it is, it, i was so tired by the end it's you feel i feel like um you know you you accomplished a lot that day i felt like i i did something, did something. even <laughs> though you know obviously the main character she had all these lines and so it's just like
0: no but you got a camera pan so i think yeah i got pretty, a camera pan. i think it's pretty i think it's pretty important yeah so i
1: mean it was just really cool to see how everything worked all the different, like, camera angles that are Mm -hmm. involved. You literally will have one scene that you shoot 20 times and you also have to shoot at different angles as well, the same scene, so, you know, they can have different shots. Um, And it's just very... I just found it really interesting and it made me... Even, like, the directing standpoint of it, I, I just think is so cool. Yeah. And even, like, editing it and just putting it all together, I feel like that's just so satisfying. It's, like, yeah. a surreal
0: feeling to, like, see, like, the inner workings of how, you know, all these shows and TV uh, yeah. kind of episodes are made.
1: Yeah, and now when I feel like I'm watching TV shows, I look at it completely different. Like, how, just, is, they,
0: how is it shot? What did they do? You know, yeah. What behind it?
1: I just feel like the whole like, experience kind of, like, normalizes, you know, TV shows mm-hmm. for me. But it's interesting, definitely.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, My next question would be, like, what was it like working with, like, you know, legitimate actors and actresses being on the set with, like, all these people who are probably, like, you know, have been in the industry for, like, a lot longer? And, you know, like, those people who are in those, like, uh, principal roles, you know, the main characters and all that, like, working with them, like, how were they in terms of, like, dealing with them? You know what I mean? Because if people have, you know, preconceptions about how an actor or actress is going to be... Like, yeah. How did yeah. that stand, you know, working with these people?
1: Yeah, so um the the main girl that I was talking about, um I know that she actually was in this sh- movie called Vampire Academy. She's been in a bunch of things, so she's actually pretty, you know, well-known, I would say. Um and obviously she was in Blue Bloods. She's a regular, you know, she's been in multiple multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, she's definitely, you know, She's, she's up there. So, um, but honestly it was, I think when you're there and like in the moment, you're not even thinking about that because you just realize everyone's, everyone's just, you know, regular people. We're all just people. And, you know, I, I just honestly feel like we're there for a job and she, I could tell she was tired, you know, Mm -hmm. she, she was hungry and I think she, you know, wanted the day to be over. She wasn't, but she honestly was fine. Like she was we would we were talking um, mainly to the director to just um, figure out a certain scene and you know how we were gonna set it up and how we were gonna go through with it and we were kind of just like collaborating a little with that and like kind of giving like a little um pieces of advice mm-hmm. on like how we should do the scene so that was cool to like work in a collaborative uh, kind of thing like that but um I mean honestly she she seemed fine We didn't really talk that much because we were you know we were working obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked to, like, you know, Casual just basically, there. yeah, just basically with the directors when okay. we kind of interacted, but, you know, she was just a regular person just doing her job and, um, she was, yeah, she was fine to work with. Honestly, they all were very cool, chill vibe, you know, nothing, nothing like outrageous that anyone did, which was nice. I don't know That's if dope, that yeah. could happen, you know, in other... I feel
0: like on, on maybe like bigger sets, you know, yeah, like higher yeah, budget, yeah, uh, yeah, movies more, or anything like that, you're probably it dealing with that. yeah. yeah. A little bit more of an inflated ego, but maybe because, you know, it's more of a TV series. It's more like a constant type of thing. Yeah. It's more like, oh, this is just a job. Like, this is just what we do.
1: Exactly. But it's cool because um, you kind of do compare yourself to, you know, what they're doing. Obviously, my role was pretty minor compared to theirs, but it just made the possibility of, of me, like... You know, getting to that level, it just made it more real for me, mm-hmm. which was exciting because I, I was like, you know, what I can do this, I, right. could, I could do this, and kind of being there, it gave me this. a little more <laughs> confidence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, also, the director, um, he was a really cool guy. We actually had a lot of like small talk um, in the beginning, and he just seemed very nice and just um, you know super interested in like what you had to say. So he just seemed like a very cool guy. Um, and but then as far as directing, I feel like. He changed a little bit he was very kind of like we need to get this done you know let's do this let's let's get this done and move on and very kind of as far as um, his kind of directing style I think it was like fast-paced and um, he expected like a lot from you you know yeah um, that's
0: good getting thrown into it a little bit and yeah because that
1: that's that's kind of like I feel like at the high end of you know how a director would be and what they would expect yeah, from you yeah. so it's kind of like I experienced that firsthand so I feel like I'm not gonna be surprised in the future if I have a director. You have that's to deal with someone same. that's
0: like trying to, you know, just get things moving. Like you're gonna know yeah. how to deal with that situation, and not be like yeah. nervous, and like what do I do? <laughs> I know he was,
1: yeah, he was definitely like a no nonsense type of guy, yeah.
0: And I think I mean, given the fact that you spent 10 hours for like four or five scenes, like it, you have to be like that. I think
1: you do, you do. I remember, so it makes sense. yeah, I remember. Um, so the the boss, um, he was doing a scene, and I guess he was like he was like moving a little too much. He was like. Um, I forget what his name was. Like, I think his name was John or something. He's like, mm-hmm. John, stop moving so much. He's like, you're moving too much. Just stop, stop doing that. And he's like, okay. So head he's head just head like, back. he's <laughs> very blunt. He's just like, no, you're doing, no, you're moving too much. Just be more still. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's just very just says whatever. He's like, oh, give me more emotion. Like you're not giving me enough motion. And That's he'll cool. just like, yeah, he's just honest about it and not trying to like um, protect your feelings or anything yeah, yeah. like that. But that's kind of we don't really I guess have time to, yeah, to do that yeah you gotta make the show yeah. you gotta make it happen yeah exactly right.
0: so for the interest of time because I know you gotta get going yeah. I wanna uh, wrap it up with a couple of questions yeah. so it's just gonna be like a speed round I guess okay. <laughs> so it's like uh it. what your kind of like future endeavors are what your so wait before that what you're doing now in terms of like career and then acting uh, yeah. what your like short term kind of future endeavors are a little bit on long term and just kind of do you see yourself so like you have the two paths of like finance and then like acting it's so like where you see your path based on those two and kind of where you just see yourself going.
1: Okay, definitely, yeah. Um, So as far as currently what I'm doing, um, so I'm taking two acting classes a week. Um, one's a private and one's a group. Mm-hmm. And so for the group lesson, I just got moved up to intermediate uh, class. I was in getting before. Okay. So that's exciting. And <laughs> um, they were telling me, they'll eventually move me up to advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm working with a new um, acting coach now. He's actually... A regular on Orange Is the New Black, which is pretty cool. Um, he's also he's done Blacklist. He's done um, some Broadway, so he's kind of like you know like all been, in the industry. Been in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. So um, he honestly seems awesome. He's really nice, and so I did one class with him so far in the intermediate, um, and it, it was really really cool. Um, I thought I learned a lot, and basically in that class we pretty much record ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um And then they play it back for us um, in front of the whole class and the coach, too. I would, not, kinda...
0: I would not enjoy that. I hate seeing myself on video. Like, every I time know. I record one of these podcasts, like, I'll look at... It... Honestly, I don't it's watch really, most of them yeah. just because if I watch them and I see myself, I'm like, why are you doing that? It's
1: I like... know. And it's like, I watched the Blue Bloods episode, and it was less weird for me because there's angles, you know? Yeah, but yeah. But this one, it's literally like straight on, on yeah. profile, and it's just, just like... I'm
0: like, ah, oh, it's gross. Okay. It's like, who is that? Why is that? <laughs> it's, <else?" laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's weird for sure. And especially watching it in front of everyone. But I feel like I learned so much from it. Because you really just see, you know, what you're doing wrong. And, you know, they'll critique it afterwards and just give us some pointers. And it's just very, very helpful. Because that's literally what they do for any type of auditions. They're going to mm-hmm. be recording you. You slate, which means, you know, you say your first and last name, the part you're reading for. Um, so it kind of just gets you in the right, you know, mindset of what you okay. need to do for an actual audition. Again, again, just like really
0: thrown into it, just learning. Yeah. Like you have to just, you just have to deal with this. You need to figure this out. And oh, yeah. Like not being kind of soft about it. Like telling you upfront, like this is what you need to work on or yeah. else it's just not going to happen.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're um, the people that um, run the studio are just really cool people. I actually, they offered me a job, actually, which was really cool, yeah, Um, to work at uh, the studio, and they said they needed an assistant to start off, and possibly um, someone to manage that studio, because they have two different ones, Mm -hmm. Um, so that was awesome to even be asked to do that, Um, and then, yeah, so I've just been taking those two classes, just learning a lot from that, Um, and then I'm also, oh, actually, well, in the group lesson, um, one of the, people in the class he's actually a screenwriter and he produces as well and he said he has this new um film that he's working on and he wants me to um table read for one of the parts what's so, table read so basically um so he's in the process of screenwriting and he needs to pitch it mm-hmm. and so then he'll have a table read um oh, okay. To pitch okay. It okay and okay. he wants okay. me to do that and um you know basically play that part um because he was like i think that part will work for you so he basically like picked out a part for me which was pretty pretty awesome awesome, yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and he emailed me he was like i'm gonna i'll email you the script soon um so i'm really excited about that um and he's a really cool guy so it'll be cool and um so that's one thing and then i've just basically started um applying online to different things I feel like now in in it's 2018. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> basically now. I feel like it's more leaning towards video auditions to start off. Yeah, that makes sense. And then from there, if they like your video audition, they'll call you in for an actual audition, like in the city or wherever it is. Um, so I've been having a lot of video auditions that I have to send in, which is I like because it's really? like I do um, like it. I I, was- I really like it because you can watch it back, see. You know if it's good enough if not you can always you know oh okay, okay, okay yeah which is Cause i'm thinking
0: of like video interviews oh like skype I, oh no, not, no. Not, not even skype like jp morgan Morgan, like all the like big banks yeah they have you have like three to five questions like three to five minutes each and you get uh-huh. one attempt you get oh, one attempt no, for everyone no, no. <laughs> anyone that applies to those positions <laughs> yo i swear to god every time i look at like i'll stare at the camera yeah and i'll have everything down that i'm gonna say i hit record and then my mind goes blank and I'm just stressed. I'm just looking at the camera, stressed, like, 10 <laughs> seconds, and then I just start talking. And I don't have another attempt to look out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That.
1: No, no, nothing like that, yeah. That sounds terrible, but, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's it's nice because, again, you can kind of just always do it again if you need. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, there's one, there's a horror film that I just applied for. Um, cool. Which, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, and I, I do get... I think I oh, well I can't really say but um <laughs> oh, I just got realized secrets. I can't really say secrets <laughs> no yeah I can't yeah. but no it's it seems cool and it's it's a good opportunity and um so I just sent that in um then there's like a couple commercials um that I'm applying for as well so I feel like now I'm transitioning from the stage where I was just doing like the background parts now I'm really trying to like go for auditions more and really you know get those bigger parts now and I'm gonna hopefully try to do some commercials you know Mm -hmm. maybe some some smaller things just so I can get confident get started exactly and then once I get that experience I have things to add to my resume go for those bigger parts you know and then eventually and the main goal basically is to get an agent Mm -hmm. and um, because that's just very helpful that gets you you know ends to auditions that you really want and you know agents just know a lot of casting directors that you don't know because mm-hmm. um, right now I'm just relying on um, like online sites where you just like pay a monthly fee basically and they just have all these different auditions in one place that you can apply for
0: it's just not as direct though like it, when you yeah. have an agent it's like you, they know that person and it's just that oh, one yeah. that one derivation away from you so it makes it a lot easier to get there
1: oh yeah definitely yeah, I agree and um, what's cool is the group lesson they also said they're gonna have um, casting directors and agents from the city coming in um, to see us mm-hmm. and um, sit in on the classes so that I'm really hyped about because awesome. that'll that'll be perfect if I could just get an agent from that class mm-hmm. that would be so ideal so um that's hopefully cool. yeah so
0: other than that you know you're doing all the acting stuff you're not really yeah. pursuing anything on the finance field or right. do you have a job right now that's in in, in acting or like are you still doing something cuz i don't know what your actual job is like, I, don't <laughs> <you> do, so. <laughs> I don't know what you
1: do i don't know what you do so ironically um, I have a job as a design consultant um, okay. at an interior design firm called um, okay. Restoration Hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, they have galleries like all across the US, um, some in Canada. Um, so they're a pretty big company. And um, it's ironic because um, they use AutoCAD, which is an engineering program Ooh. that I learned. And they use it for like 2D floor plans. Um, I took a AutoCAD class um, and it was for like 3d stuff, but, um, I still, you know, knew the basics. So I've been using it, um, to like scale, um, floor plans, um, of houses, you know, cause we will make these, we'll basically, um, either hand draft it, you know, just like physically, um, draw it out or I'll use AutoCAD to, um, make the rooms. And then mm-hmm. you, you basically will put in different like furniture pieces, like beds, um, you know, sofas, things like that, just okay. to see if it works in the space. So I've been using AutoCAD, even though I switched to finance. Yeah. So it's like, you never know
0: what skill you're going to use later on. Oh, yeah, yeah. No,
1: honestly, I feel like even all my friends back home, it's just nothing they expected to do. Like, yeah, yeah. life kind of just, it just goes where where it wants yeah. to. And you just kind of have to just like go along for the ride, just go, on like, for the ride. <laughs> so go on for no, the ride it's so cliche go along for the ride no I mean I say <laughs> it's like, literally, literally, literally every episode
0: but unmapped you know that's <laughs> what it is literally yeah <laughs> um, you
1: gotta just do your thing and not not go and do what everyone like expects you to yeah. do you know I feel like you just have to follow you know what you wanna do and what's gonna make you happy pretty much yeah,
0: yeah. okay so I think the last thing I usually actually ask is yeah. uh, to say a quote to like the people who listen or like watch um, so I think Ooh. that's a good year to get that quote unless you want to be- you got a better quote
1: no, no, I think that's good. Yeah, I think that that's one? good. Okay, yeah, okay, let's okay. just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then last thing, you could just plug yourself, let you let the people know who you are, your Instagram and all that stuff. I'll have it in the description uh, okay. on my YouTube awesome. and like on the RSS feed and everything. Plug myself. Yeah, plug yourself. It. Let the people know where to find, <laughs> you know, I'll let them know where to find Blue Bloods. I'll let them yes. know about like, your, your, yes. your Instagram, you know, follow your acting yes. uh, kind of path out here.
1: Amazing. And
0: uh, yeah, just let the people know.
1: Yeah. So um, I do have an Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. My Instagram is my last name, Andriaggi. A-N-D-R-E-A-G-G-I and the number two. The number two? The number two. And, and Instagram. Then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, I basically use Instagram. Um, other than that, the Blue Bloods episode, it's season eight, episode 15. Um, I'm not going to give you the Orange is the New Black episode because I'm barely in that. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Law and Order, but it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully hopefully more to come.
0: Alright, yeah. pull through, watch the episode. Thanks for watching the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll see you on the next one, guys. Peace out.